My Muslim Voice is the podcast for Muslim writers, brought to you by the strangers. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's good to have you again with us. Okay, so this episode we're going to be talking about your journey. And I'm very interested to hear your specific journey Mm -hmm. as an editor in the whole writing world. I hope so. The first question I have is, are you working on a story? Hmm. I am working on a story, but it is still in the brainstorming phase. I think that's still part of the writing process when you're still stuck in the brainstorming phase. I've always written in the genre of fantasy and science fiction, but now I'm trying to cool. really get get a work on a contemporary piece of work. So I can just share a little bit about it. So I've presented parts of this story at different workshops. So the story is about a South Asian girl in her mid-20s. So she's a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, mm-hmm. Working on a story for her creative <laughs> writing workshop. And so she writes about her experience as the black sheep in her family and her intense feelings about mm-hmm. a terrible boy. And then on the day that she's sharing mm-hmm. Her work, said boy, joins mm-hmm. her class and reads about himself in the story. And then it's sort of a cat and mouse <laughs> game. And he devises his own revenge and writes stories about her. And that's the premise. And I'm still fleshing out the details. I'm, I mm-hmm. feel very strongly that it's going to turn into a fa- there's going to be some sort of fantasy element because I think that's just where my brain <laughs> yeah. tends to go you have that premise and then you have an idea you have like an, mm-hmm. almost like an opening yes. that you're welcoming new yes. ideas so uh, that's that's my that's goal so for cool. this year is to actually get through the first draft of this so that I can Make it better. So I'm going to ask you a question, okay? Is it going to have like a romance element? Yes. Too? <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a feeling. You know I had what? a feeling. <laughs> I've never really been a romance reader growing up. I've always liked mm-hmm. it. I always say that, you know, as a reader, I like romance kind of served on the side. But I want, I really mm-hmm. grab, uh, you know, grapple onto the plot a the main plot of the story the action you know the journey the adventure but for this one I wanted to really write a character based story and not saying that mm-hmm. fantasy you you know you can't get that from fantasy stories but I really wanted to work with a very bare bones cast of characters and just dig into their relationships mm-hmm. at, within you know kind of bring in sort of my experiences being in a South Asian family and growing up South Asian and some of the pressures with marriage and just life and the pressure to succeed yes, I think you know these type of immigrant stories are important and it's just been living in my head for a little while and I wanted to get it out on paper I'm really excited about the final draft and just got mm-hmm. just the whole process as well it's just kind of like oh my gosh it's that's a different process for me usually I try to come up with the ending first oh that's cool that's cool writing is all about kind of discovering new things mm, you're yeah, absolutely and, and the only way to grow is to actually sit down and do it which is I'm learning the hard way <laughs> you know as an editor you get away hard, with judging yeah. other people's work but when you're working on your own it's kind of you know you become even more ruthless and you have to put up with yourself and kind of tell yourself to calm down let me just enjoy this writing process I can edit it later you can't edit a blank page spoken like a true editor (laughs) tell us a little bit about your Um, writing journey wow I started writing about 11 or 12 I've always been a reader um growing Mm -hmm. up 
throughout elementary school and junior high school. I was really into science fiction. I read the Animorphs books. I was also into horror. Loved reading Goosebumps. And at 12, I, I ended up in a writing class and my seventh grade teacher, she recognized this ability in me. And, you know, I wasn't really good at sports. I wasn't really mm. excelling in other, in <laughs> math, <laughs> but it just was very natural for me to write detail-oriented stories. And so I wrote a few really mm. short vampire stories. I think it was the midst of the Greek vampire craze pre-twilight though i want to say i didn't cool. pre-twilight pre the sparkling uh, my vampires one, right? my ones weren't sparkling <laughs> she submitted my work um she kind of uh, pushed <laughs> me to submit my work for the ezra jacks keats mm-hmm. bookmaking contest and so i wrote it and mm. you know another student in the class she illustrated it and we won we became school winners and wow. we got uh, we got sent to a big auditorium where we were honored and received medals. It was a wow. very interesting experience because, you know, I've never gone through anything like that. And it being based off of my work was really motivating. And so I wrote all through high school, really mm. believed that I would be one of those young young authors. I had followed uh, mm. this, this uh, author. Amelia Atwater Rhodes, who had published at 12, uh, I think 12 or 13 years old, and I wanted to be her. And it just all stopped in Mm -hmm. college, just completely fell to a stop. Um, I think just being in a new environment, my brain just really shifted with priorities. Um, So from when I, up until I graduated, Mm -hmm. I hadn't really read at all. Even though I was majoring in English, Uh I ended up teaching because that was sort of like writing when you're able to um, teach students writing and analyze books, you know, all the fun yeah. things about reading without actually confronting your skills, you know, without actually sitting down and writing. Um, it kind of felt like you're kind mm-hmm. of doing it. So that was satisfying. But somewhere in my mid 20s, I just mm-hmm. really recalibrated my life and I knew I wanted to be a writer. And so I've been writing, mm-hmm. you know, go, attending workshops and doing a lot of freelance writing work. And I most recently got into mm-hmm. tech, writing for tech. And yeah, I'm hoping this year will be the year mm. uh, where I get a, several drafts out and I'm able to publish. You know, that's sort of my, <laughs> that's my goal for the future. And writing in itself as an exercise, mm-hmm. just really helpful to, mm-hmm. to process life and to work on my craft, even if it's yes. not for monetary reasons it's just for a mental health thing it's Mm -hmm. really helpful I completely agree with you it's quote Stephen King he said that writing is not life but it could be a way back to life (laughs) would you say that reading is a fundamental part of being a writer even growing up unconsciously I was feeding that writing um that writing intuition or that storytelling intuition. When I started writing at 12, I I just naturally introduced the characters in a certain way. I knew where um, you needed to insert action here or, you know, speed up the pacing there. It just mm. became uh, really, it just, it, it, it just became really natural. natural. But also, um, I think it's important to read a lot as you're writing as well to keep feeding that monster yes. because... When we hit, you know, sometimes when you hit things like writer's block or just uh, lose focus and motivation, maybe our creative well is 
very low and we need to fill it up with stories, maybe even movies, mm. uh, books, you know, any kind of storytelling, food <laughs> that we can really absorb. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's, it, it helps. That's how we process life as writers. That's beautifully said, actually. I want to put a footnote on just reading. I would say read diversely. Um, if you're writing fantasy or if you're writing romance, don't mm. just read fantasy or romance. Um, try to read outside of your genre. It'll mm-hmm. give you a fresh perspective. It will make you think about mm. it, characters, you know, characters who are maybe aren't traditionally in romance novels. As you know, romance novels have a lot of white people. And I think with yeah. uh, things like, oh, you yeah. know, with Netflix's Bridgerton that just happened, um, you know, you're you're able to kind of widen that world um, a little bit and bring your perspective. And, you know, you have to you have to mm-hmm. be able to consider perspectives other than your own or people within your own lane. There's this concept of uh, in the writing world, like story and plot. And they say that like a story, there's never really an original story. There's there's always something mm-hmm. that you can tell in a different way, but it's the, the original is yeah. always going to be for example the Cinderella story um, a girl she's going through a hard time and then someone comes and saves her or, or something saves her mm-hmm. and then it's, it's that kind of concept you know she rises in status etc etc um, so I think, it, I think it's just really important that you said that as well because you know even though there's a specific genre you can use that to your advantage um, mm-hmm. familiarity is just a tool and it's something that you can use yes. to your advantage. And, you know, there's always things like when you're kind of bringing a new take to a traditional genre. I think that's always, you know, really sparks something in readers because it's so it feels fresh without actually being fresh. Is there any final things that you wanted to share with us through your experiences? The most important thing, at least the thing I wish I, I had done um, when I when I kind of gave up on writing for a time is to still spend you know give yourself 15 minutes give yourself 10 minutes of the day and just write something I mean even if it's not mm-hmm. uh for your work mm-hmm. uh, something that you can publish it's still a mental health thing it's still a mental health check for you to be able to get something out there that makes you feel good and motivates you because um you know it's mm-hmm. it's sort of that principle where if you leave something, it just becomes more complex and more hard to come back to over time. Mm. Oh, that's so interesting because mm-hmm. I think I needed to remind myself of that now. I think for all writers, we can connect to it. You know, no one's really perfect. I mean, not all of us can have mm-hmm. can be Stephen King, and we won't have that external. You know, for the most part, <laughs> we won't have that external validation. Um, that that you know, you know, writing is very much. Mm. You know, it shouldn't just be for a monetary reasons. It, you know, you should really think of it as something that you just do, something that you are. I think there's an aspect of internal motivation. Mm-hmm. Have the grit to stick grit. to it. But things like that don't come out of a vacuum. When you when you no. stick to one thing, it really has a great effect on the rest of your life. In other aspects of your life where you mm. stick it out through the hard times, just that mentality more than just sitting down and writing is the mentality that this is going to suck but it's going to get me closer to where I want to be so I'm going to stick it out and I think that's a really great mental uh, trick 
um, that you can uh, yeah, that you can apply to any other aspect of your life mm. if you hate running, but you have to get some cardio in the day. Um, you know, just uh, use yeah. that. Sometimes you know you're not going to sit and you're not going to be inspired. Um, which we're actually going to talk about in the next episode. So I guess I'll just kind of zip it for now with that specific aspect. But um, Jazakallah so much for uh, what you know, sharing your personal story on your right of your writing journey. I'm personally very excited to see the work. May Allah give you success in every way. I mean, I mean. Okay, and uh, we'll, we'll speak soon. Assalamualaikum. <laughs>